0: Good morning listeners, thank you for tuning in today as we continue exploring aspects of the Missionary Church Association's theme for 2024, Embracing Revival, Achieving Excellence Through Effective Leadership. Last week, we considered the fact that God is looking for leaders, persons to stand in the gap, and that He has specific requirements for those persons. One of the key requirements noted is the condition of our hearts. Whereas man looks at the outward appearance, God looks at our hearts and either rejects or accepts us on that basis. Today, we'll focus on a heart related matter. The big question that I want to pose to you is this Do you have a servant heart? all professing Christians would readily agree that a Christian leader should be a servant leader. Jesus, our ultimate model of leadership, entered our world as a servant. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond-servant, and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that in the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Philippians chapter two, verse five to eleven. Paul here portrays Jesus as a perfect example of servant leadership. He urged the Philippian brethren to humble themselves and live selflessly. Philippians two two to four. He then reminds them of Christ's incarnation. Here, the ultimate leader made the ultimate sacrifice of becoming a human being. He left the glories of heaven and not only join his creation, but take on the lowest form in the creation, that of a servant. Matthew records for us a curious incident. The mother of James and John Two of Jesus' disciples came to him and made an unusual request. She wanted her two sons to be given places of honor in the kingdom of heaven, sitting on Jesus' right and left hand. The other disciples were furious and indignant. Jesus used the opportunity to teach them an invaluable lesson in leadership. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many." Matthew 20, 25 to 28. Both the disciples and their families had become preoccupied with status rather than serving. They had missed the whole point of Jesus' leadership. Jesus tells them plainly that his style of leadership stands in stark contrast to that of the world. He teaches that the greatest must be the servant. Leadership is about adding value, not getting perks. Let's examine the characteristics of servant leadership. A servant leader seeks the glory of his master. Jesus said, the one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true. And in him, there is no falsehood. John 7 verse 18. A Christ-like leader is a bond servant of Christ, Ephesians 6 verse 6, and demonstrates over time that Christ, not public approval, position, or financial security, has his or her primary loyalty. A servant leader will forego his rights rather than obscure or tarnish the gospel. Paul said it this way, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win more of them. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 19. A servant leader is not preoccupied with personal visibility and recognition. Like John the Baptist, a servant leader sees himself as a friend of the bridegroom. John 3:29, And is not preoccupied with the visibility of his own role. He or she seeks to be a good steward of the role received from God and gladly leaves the role assignments to God. John 3 verse 27 A servant leader anticipates and graciously accepts the time for his or her own decrees. All leaders serve for a season. Some seasons are long, some are short. Some are abundant and some lean. Some are recorded and recalled and most are not. But all seasons ends. When John the Baptist recognized the ending of his season, he said, Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. John 3 29-30 29-30 to 30. A servant leader graciously yields his role to the good of Christ's cause because his identity and trust are not in his calling but in Christ. He or she willingly makes provision for succession realizing that there are others who must be raised up to take their place so that leadership can continue. Are you a servant leader? Christians find it hard to be humble, to be true servants, and yet humility is not only a prerequisite for effective leadership, but for the coming of revival. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. Let us rise to the level of being true servant leaders, the kind who will be effective catalysts of revival. Are you willing to be a servant leader? This is what is expected if we are going to be the catalyst for revival in our times.